Okay. It's your birthday. We're going to party like it's your birthday. We're going to sip coffee like it's your birthday. <laughs> okay, today on the podcast, we have a super special birthday episode with Beth. We, she is going to share all the things about her year, what she has done that has lit her up, what she's looking forward to next year, and leave you with a little inspiration at the end. So let's do this. You're listening to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast, where we invite you to check your ego at the app, grab a cup of coffee, and get ready to dive into all things real estate marketing, social media, friendship, hardship, love, money mindset, and all the things that celebrate you as a badass boss babe. We're here to encourage you, show up for you, give you a loving kick in the pants when you need it most, and be your soft place to land on the hardest of days. So pull up a seat at our table and get ready to be inspired and start living your best life by design. Welcome to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. We are so excited you're here. Okay, girls, let's dive in. It's your birthday, dear. Oh, okay. So now I got both of the birthday songs. What was that? Both of the birthday songs in my head. I just did for our intro and all this. So now I feel like we're ready to jump into your birthday episode. Perfect. Today on the podcast, we are celebrating Beth and all her amazingness. I know that you all love her (laughs) maybe as much as I do. And she's going to share what her year looked like, what she's looking forward to and leave you with a little bit of inspiration, hopefully. So another year around the sun. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. All right. So we're going to dive in some fun questions. And yeah, first thing I want to ask you, because this is like my favorite one, I think, of all the questions to ask someone, is what did you think your year would look like versus what it actually looked like? I, um, and we're talking like September to September. So not yeah. like calendar year. We're talking like Yeah, because the beginning of 2022 was sort of a train wreck for me. Love and it. so by September, I was in therapy and I was like having way better like mental health. And um, so like from calendar year to calendar year, I expected it to be a good year. And it's been exactly what I expected. There's been some road bumps. I'm not, you know, some speed bumps in there that I didn't expect. I didn't expect my sister to die. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that's, I mean, that's a whole, that's a whole nother show to unpack. You know, when you're estranged from someone and they pass away. But other than that, like everything else has been really good. And therapy. And therapy. (laughs) Thank you for sharing your therapist name with me, Christy. (laughs) Do you want to start the show like that? She's fantastic. It's heavy. It is heavy. Life is heavy. Life can be heavy. And life isn't all roses and fabulous things. And you've been through a lot this year. Yeah. You have. And there's been a lot of good, too. A lot of good. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So look like you thought, but also look nothing like you thought. Right. Okay. So you all thought that happy birthday episode was going to be super cheerful. Well, welcome to the show. I think this is just the realness of life. Yeah. Yeah. And a year is a long time. It feels short sometimes, mm-hmm. but it's actually a long time. Mm-hmm. Well, and then you think about all the things that you go through in a year. 
Like I think about all the things I go through in a month period. Mm-hmm. And then you add that times 12 and you're like, holy cow, like you can experience everything from like the most extreme joy to the most extreme pain in like a matter of days. It's really, that's really kind of crazy when you think about it like that. Cause it seems like it goes so fast. It's incredible. But there's so much stuff that I jam into a year every mm-hmm. single year. I was just actually talking to my therapist. <laughs> <laughs> about this <laughs> um, how we had a super hard week and I was like it's like it all went into one week it was just awful and, and just horrible in one week but also like my toxic trait is productivity yeah so I'm like that's kind of my thing and she actually laughed she thought that was really funny yeah that that but that's like what it feels like you can't right. control it but then you're like okay well a week is just a week just a week And then next week, it's going to not look anything like what this week looked Mm -hmm. like. Even when you're in it and you're like, this is all just terrible. Yeah. This is like, this is the end of the world. Yeah. It's totally not. Yeah. So it's it's just hard to keep things in perspective when you're in the middle, in the thick of the messy middle. Mm -hmm. You're like, holy shit, this is real heavy. This is a lot. But then you get on the other side and you're like, oh, wow, I can do hard things. You can. And you do. Yeah. It's incredible. All right. Okay. So next question is, what did you learn about yourself? Like your biggest areas of growth? Um, I have a, I have several in this category. Um, I'm trying to, I, I'm really working on the control freak part of my personality. Oh. Where like, I really want things to be a certain way. And it's sort of like my way or the highway. And I'm relinquishing control and letting people do what they do and what works better for them that's fucking hard it's so hard so hard it's so hard oh my gosh can you share any small examples of that that you'd be comfortable sharing sure okay i'll give you i'll give you an example and like mark you know mark is the star of the show on that <laughs> um so when we have a in-law suite downstairs and when mark's parents are not here it kind of becomes like mark's like junk drawer imagine a junk drawer in your kitchen okay can i stop he you does that, that is in exactly the whole basement. what it what it's like it's like yeah. a junk drawer yeah. oh my gosh that's that's an amazing yeah. description and it gives me so much anxiety because i'm like we never know if we're gonna have a guest come to town and it's the perfect space if his parents aren't in town to put a guest downstairs Mm -hmm. they have their own laundry they can just go do their own thing this feels like they have their own apartment down there and so when his parents were coming to town i was losing my ever loving mind i'm like you have x amount of days to get this shit cleaned up and then i'm like t minus eight days t minus seven days like every day every day and i had a call with my therapist and she's like what would be the worst thing that could happen like what if mark's parents get to town and it's still a disaster and i said i think that is so rude and disrespectful because they make our lives so much better like my mother-in-law is like are you guys on any special diets give me your keto cookbook i'll cook any keto meal you want she's wonderful and my father-in-law is like what do you have any projects any honeydew projects for me today so like that feels really disrespectful to me that they would show up to town and the space would be a disaster. I would never do that to them. But Karen is like, yeah, you can't you can't make Mark do anything. Mark is going to do what Mark's going to do. And chances are he's just digging his heels in be- even more because you're 
riding his ass. Mm-hmm. Essentially, she didn't, she worded it way more therapy fluffy, yeah, than that. And she's like, "How about you just give him a deadline, and then just let it go?" And I'm like, "He's never gonna get it done." <laughs> I, you know, we've been down this road before, and it's just me nagging him 24-7, and then we're fighting, and his parents roll in town, and we're like, hey, like, it's all good, and it was like death to the 11th hour, and she's like, how about you change, like, the way you're approaching this, because what you're doing isn't working. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you are correct, and so I just said, like, hey, here's the deadline. You know when your parents are going to arrive, and I need probably two hours to really zhuzh and scrub things down here but I need you to get all your shit out of the way and then I could come in and bring in flowers and make it pretty and stock their fridge with all their favorites but don't back me into a corner so I run out of time because that's super disrespectful and I have very little time this weekend sure shit he got it done I don't know how he got it done whoa right and then a few months later when John and Julie came to town I didn't say one word about it I said John and Julie will be here on X day he cleaned up the basement himself. I didn't even have to say anything. And I'm like, oh my God, my mind is blown. Okay, that's amazing. So there's some marriage advice too. We got right. I mean, that feels like a really big win for uh, my control freak thing, but also for like the health of my marriage. Like it wasn't me acting like that wasn't serving our marriage in any form or fashion. It was just making him be like, oh my God, I'm married to the biggest bitch ever. And it was just making things like hostile nearly. And so like me relinquishing control and just being like, you know what? Here's the deadline. You need to figure this shit out and you work your schedule accordingly. He got it done twice. Wow. Kind of shocking, right? That's amazing. Yeah. So like that, I I feel like that's major personal growth on my part because, you know, my mom was a control freak. My sister and I are control freak. Like, we're all control freaks. It's, I was born and bred. It's deep in my DNA. So, like, relinquishing some of that has felt really good. So, that was probably number one. What What else? What else do you have? Um, music growth. I am one of those people that I think when people meet me, they're like, oh, my God, she's so social. I am not a social person by nature. <laughs> I am social when I need to be, but... Plot me in a room with or in like a networking group where I don't have a buddy or like a safe word where it's like, hey, peanut butter. And then we like scram and go get a drink somewhere else. I'm screwed. I that is not my wheelhouse. And so I've been pushing myself out of my comfort zone to go to especially industry events, mortgage and real estate events and get more immersed in the community because I think it's only it's great for business. It is. And then I'm finding I'm going to these places and people are like, oh, my God, I follow the podcast. Oh, I follow blah, blah, blah. And oh, my gosh. And I'm like, oh, my God, I've never seen you before in my life. And so it's been good to, like, push myself out of that Then people like, call you from across the room and stuff. Like, this is, like, your thing now. People recognize you. It's kind of weird. It's kind of fun. It's fun. It is really fun. It is fun. But then it's also really nice to meet other people in the industry. We yeah. went to a builder yesterday. And the sales gal, she's like, oh, my gosh, I know you. How do I know you? I know you from somewhere. Like, I've never, she looked kind of familiar, but I'm like, I don't know where I met her. But that's kind of occupational hazard being in the business a long time. Mm -hmm. But that's kind of, that's good. I'm like, it's better late than never. So that's, that's a good thing. Um, And what else, what else do you have? Being like more vulnerable with clients and having like hard conversation with clients. 
Okay. So like I went on a listing appointment the other day and the gal was super cool. We talked about her house for like 20% of the time. And then the rest of the time we talked about menopause and periods and hysterectomies and ablations mm. and dating in your 40s and 50s. Huh. And it was hysterical. It was so crazy but it's stuff that, like 10 years ago i would have never talked about any of that stuff with clients or a potential client she's not even a client yet she's a potential client and so it's like you know what like that's what she needed to connect on that level yeah she needs to know that you know i'm not just like oh hey you know like your typical real estate agent that rolls up in a nice car and they're all like fakey fake salesy i'm like that's not how i am yeah but she doesn't know me from the man in the moon. She was an online lead and we met and that's what we ended up sitting at our kitchen table talking about his hot flashes and menopause. And <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And so I'm like, you know, we talked Sometimes. about selling your house and menopause and I hope I earn your business. <laughs> so like, let me know if I can help. But like, I don't think I would have done that uh-huh. even just a couple of years ago. Do you think you just would have been too worried what they thought if you actually Probably. shared? Yeah. 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 We talked about like marriage being hard. I'm like, yeah, it is. Marriage is hard. Marriage is a lot of work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Talked about hysterectomy. I mean, talked about pellets, like hormone pellets <laughs> in my butt. <laughs> so funny. I love Just, it. But it was really, it was a, it was super awesome. But like people work with people they know, like, and trust. Mm-hmm. If I'm talking about putting pellets in my butt for hormone replacement. She probably can get that I'm like oh, the real deal. Yeah. So I hope I earn her business. <laughs> So, Time yeah, tell. those are some Time. of the things I've learned. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, okay, so this one is also, um, I'm going to cry again. It's okay, it's a, it's a crying episode. We, it's totally fine. So on the day of my sister's funeral, I had agreed to speak at my sister's funeral. Yes. And, which also was a little weird, considering that she and I were estranged. But I knew my mom could not do it. And my nephew said he was going to do it. And kind of deep down, I figured that probably would shit the bed. And it did. Um, And my other sister for sure was not going to do it. So I'm like, I will do this. I'm doing this more for my mom than anything. And so I'm like, I wrote the speech. Um, You helped me copy edit it. So it, you know. You wrote it. You wrote it. Yeah. But like, yeah. So, I mean, that was not easy to do. And like, as... I'm walking out the door to go to the funeral. Like Carrie was like freaking like the magical unicorn that day that just made everything. She just like tied all the loose ends up. She looked at me and she said, you can do hard things. I would have never imagined in my life that I would have spoken at one of my loved one's funerals. You're so brave. Really? You're so brave. It worked. Ah, I could do it. Ah, now I'm crying. And have it feel authentic. Yeah. You know, and talk about the fact that we had a complicated relationship and yet Leah still was an amazing woman. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. It was absolutely Thank beautiful. Thank you. Oh, I'm so proud of you. My well, gosh, there's so much. <laughs> oh, let's get some tissue. Let's stop crying. Uh, okay. <sighs> Well, okay, let's, let's then move on from that. there. All right, everyone. Let's get the, <laughs> someone cue the confetti. The birthday celebrating is starting again. Yes. Um, okay, so what surprised you the most about last year? Um, I think last year and like the beginning of this year, just like this calendar year or uh, the birthday year, is that I need routine in my life. What? Like I routine, know. like routine, routine. 
like real routine. You know, I mean, like I've been self-employed my whole life, (laughs) which sometimes equates to like willy nilly schedules. But I feel like when I have a routine, so my new routine is I make the bed every day. Mm. That has to feel good. I know. And then getting into a made bed. Well, I love versus getting into like a rumbled up bed. Like, I hate that. Let's let's be real. So Louise, Carrie's daughter and Kai are here. And they choose to play in best bedroom. So your bed's definitely not made anymore. (laughs) But any other day. (laughs) Yeah. So like having a made bed and going to the gym and I'm like drinking a lot of water. Um, I'm kind of need to get back into my gratitude practice. But like I can tell on the days when I'm doing routine things that my days go so much smoother. It's so, scary. like, I don't know why, like, it's taken until, like, my 53rd year of life to figure this out, but <laughs> better late than never. It's so easy to get out of routine. I know. And then I think life is always changing, so your routine yeah. changes, and then it's kind of like you have to revamp it. Yeah, but, yeah. like, being self-employed, mm-hmm. hello, entrepreneur life, like, nobody's here to tell me, you know, like, when Carrie's here, she's looking at me like, oh, are you going to get to work today? <laughs> um, but, like... No one is really here to tell me, like, this is what you need to do today. So I have to be my own self-starter. And most of it revolves around my day runs smoother if I have a powerful morning routine. I love that. So I'm trying to get that back under control. And it feels good for the things that I've been doing. I love it. Yeah. Cool. All right. Okay. So what was one of your most fun moments of the year? Uh, We went to the Maldives this year. That was epic. Last fall, we went to Ireland. Mm -hmm. And Ireland was not, didn't rank very high on my bucket list. It was for my brother-in-law's 50th birthday. Because you all pick. You're traveling. Yeah, everybody, we still haven't rescheduled my 50th trip because hashtag COVID. Um, But for my brother-in-law's 50th, we went to to Ireland. And he said he wanted to be drinking a Guinness in a pub in Ireland. Like, that's what he envisioned to celebrate his 50th birthday. (laughs) I love it. And... I was like, eh, whatever, we're just going to go to Ireland. And it was gorgeous. It was it beautiful. so beautiful. The people were so nice. The food was really good. Um, Jameson and Ginger's are delicious, by the way, and I don't even drink whiskey. Um, so that was a good trip with, you know, with our travel group and then going to the Maldives. So we went to celebrate Alyssa's um, beating breast cancer. Yay, so for the reason we went was really good. It was her fuck cancer trip. Love it. That was amazing. Um, it was just super fun to like check off a bucket list place and you just sit on our balcony on our like over the water bungalow and be like, holy shit, like I'm in paradise right now. This is amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, that was really good. Uh, I'm just going to channel inner Maldives trips right now. Yeah, it was it was really good. Food was delicious. Just sleeping in. I think I read three books that week. Oh my gosh. Sat at the pool. What surprised you the most about the Maldives? Um, It's a very interesting, difficult place to get to. It's oh, not God. Something that Travel was long. Yeah. 22 hours in coach. Hashtag don't recommend that. Ooh. Yeah. Alyssa was like, like living the best life. Though. Yeah. Listen, Jason flew like <laughs> double platinum, you know first class and yeah. the rest of us flew coach the first class of coach if that even makes sense but <laughs> um it's exactly like what you're expecting it to be like 
Okay. You know, like some places you get there and you're like, oh, the brochure was so magical. And you get there and you're like, oh, this is what? Yep. No, the water is as blue as it looks. The overwater bungalows are as magical as you think they are. Um, the shower. And so it had like a wet room that had a shower and the big soaking tub it had three sides of windows cool. overlooking the water. So you're like, all right, I'm naked in the middle of the ocean. But like there's nobody out there. So there's nobody to see you. Um, food was amazing. You know, sushi is delicious. All the seafood is wonderful. Cocktails were yummy. It was it was as it was exactly as magical as I envisioned. That sounds awesome. Yeah. I would awesome. highly recommend. Where's your next place? Hawaii. Oh yeah, Hawaii. That's right. So we're we're recording this, so like when this episode comes out, mm-hmm. I'll actually be in Hawaii. We're recording this Labor Day week. Like kids are back in school. Yeah. Right before your birthday, yeah. Yeah. I'll be in Hawaii. So I'll be in Hawaii for my birthday. That'll be awesome too. Okay. So this is a really big question. Um, what will be your birthday dessert this year? <laughs> and I would just like to add that we have every single year, how, how many years now? About third year. Third year. Birthday shows. Talked about having birthday dessert and we never have anything here. And Beth brought birthday desserts. Woo-hoo. Like I have this whole plate of of like everything to hit every part of my palate. And she's like, yeah, we always talk about it. So she's making shit happen. Um, and I'm I'm here for it. Just trying to figure out how to talk and finish eating. But, you know, I know I we'll, polished we'll get my there. plate off already. We'll get there. So what's your birthday dessert this year? I don't know. I mean, hopefully something like coconutty or mm. pineapple or a combination of the two. Yes. So we're going to stay with my aunt and uncle. And my aunt is not big on desserts. She's oh. not like into sweets. So if we go out to dinner or something, I'll be living my best sweet life. Do whatever that is. remember that coconut was it a what was that coconut thing that I had at that restaurant in Puerto Rico? Was that Michelin star restaurant we went to? Do you remember? It was like almost oh, like yeah. a trace leche sort of, but it was in a, in a, in a coconut and toasted on top. Oh, I wish yeah. something like that for you for your birthday. That would be magical. I still remember it. It was years ago. Not the one where we had our wedding reception. No, because no, that dessert we, was really we good went too. Before you were married. Um, it was right by yeah. Scott's apartment. That place, not far. Yep, that yeah. chef-owned restaurant. Yes. Yeah. What was it called? Well, the one is Jose Enrique, the one that we used to go to where we order off the chalkboard. Correct. Yes. Not yes. that one. The one that was the fancy. Yeah. You had to go on like a Monday to get in, kind of. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't but it was remember. called like Magnolia, or it was like a one-word yeah. name. And, yeah, it was. Something. I know. We'll so <laughs> he still has a restaurant in downtown San Juan. Okay. And Annie goes there, and she said it's still amazing, oh amazing with the cream of mushroom soup and everything, mm-hmm. mushroom and leek soup. He's one of the best chefs in the world, in my opinion. Well, I know what you're talking about. That place we went to. Were we on Vieques? No. Oh, in but do you Condado. remember the place we went to on Vieques? We were sitting up top. Yes, it's okay. the Sorry. same chef. Sidebar, sidebar. Same Let's chef. just talk about food. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I love it. Totally drying a blank on the name. I know, me too. And ma- not marmalade. Yes. Was it marmalade? It's closed. Yep. Okay. Marmalade. Okay. Marmalade. How did I just think of that? Like, I That's knew it was amazing. like a one-word But I wish name. that that dessert yes. vibe for you for your birthday. God, I could go I'm, for any of that food oh. right now. Oh. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> Okay, so what's big on the horizon for you this upcoming year, and what are you looking forward to most? Well, in a couple of weeks, I get my pantry redone. What are you having redone? I'm getting closed cabinetry in there. That will enhance my life greatly. 
Because you can just like have an order and yes. clean. Yeah. I hate that it's messy. I hate Even the open shelves. I don't shut the door because I like the window. Oh, And yep. then this time of year when you can open your windows, like I like to get the fresh air and the cross breeze through there. Okay. And so if I had maybe like a frosted door, I would have it that door shut. But I hate that you see all the messy stuff on the shelves. It but stresses you see your me options. out. No, it stresses <laughs> me out. It just shows messiness. And it, I hate okay. looking at that. Yeah. So I'm having it. It's going to be beautified. And I'm. it makes me so happy. I love that. We went to the design. Well, the designer came here. And then I brought Mark to the final appointment. I'm like, what do you think? And he's like, yep, sounds good. I'm like, thank you very much. So I'm very excited. Cool. So anyone that's coming to the holiday party will get to see the new pantry. Ooh. So, you know, the pantry teaser. <laughs> Are you keeping the door? Will it stay yeah. like a door you can check? Yeah. Oh, I love it. But it's going to be organized. Are going to keep that light fixture? And amazing. Probably not. I'm kind of over it. Okay. All right. And the wallpaper's going too. Kind of over it. Wow. I know. Bold. I know. We're Woo! living life on the edge. Lots of change coming. Living life on the edge. And then next spring, we're going to Italy. So I've been trying to get Mark is that guy that like we could go to the Wisconsin Dells and he goes, oh, my God, this place is amazing. We should buy an investment property here. <laughs> and I'm like, I am not buying a place in the Wisconsin Dells. Nothing wrong with Wisconsin Dells. No, it's but just, just not where you're going to not spend where your time I want to have a vacation place. Um, so like he's that guy. And I've been trying to get him to Italy for a number of years because I in my perfect dream la la land, I would love to have a vacation home in either Spain or Italy. Mm-hmm. And they have very reasonable real estate there. Like yeah, the, some like, of the places you've shown me. Yeah, I'm you like, can buy places what? that are cheaper than cars in the United States. Yeah. I'm like, why are we not buying a place in Italy? But he hasn't been there. So it's a hard sell for someone that's not been there. Yeah. So I'm very excited for him to see it. And I'm hoping that he'll like get on board with the program. Cool. And we're going to places where I haven't been. No, with Joan and Brian and Jason and Alyssa. But we're going to places we've never been to before, which would be fun. Fun. So excited. So so excited. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna get a little more serious here because you know we haven't been serious enough this show. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What are three things you learned this year that you want everyone else to know? I think this is a really big deal when we can share these things. Um, Life is short. You know, so with my sister passing and our good friend Scott that lived in Puerto Rico passing this year, life is short. You just don't know. You don't know when your time is up. So, like, take the trip. Mm -hmm. Do the thing. Buy the purse. Live the life. Drink the wine. You know? Yeah. Don't take things for granted because you don't know how much time you have. The putting off, putting off. Yeah. So do the thing. Do the thing. I love it. Um, and my number two is health is so important. If you don't have your health, like, fuck it, you're screwed. You are screwed. If you're not taking care of yourself mm-hmm. and you have ailments and health stuff, like now that Mark's retired and we have like shitty insurance, I'm like, now more than ever, we need to get our act together. We need to go to the gym and get healthy because now we don't have your awesome like government insurance that's going to like pay for anything. Like we need to like take better care of ourselves. Yeah. And seeing like our parents aging, um, it kind of is like putting a mirror up in front of you. Like, oh, holy shit. Like this could be our future. And our parents are all really relatively healthy. But I'm like, if you don't have your health, you, you're screwed. Yeah. Kind of nothing else matters. That really should have probably been number one. <laughs> and then um, 
the other thing that I learned is really stop trying to control everything. I think the universe has a magical way of shaking itself out. So despite my best efforts to control everything, it always works out the way it's supposed to anyways. It's true. So I should just be a little bit more go with the flow on things. And it'll probably like lower my blood pressure. (laughs) So when you say like stop trying to control everything, is it getting easier already for you? Yeah. I mean, the therapy is definitely helping. Okay. It's It's just curious because it's probably like a progression, right? Like you go from, it's not like you go from trying to control things to, well, I just don't control anything anymore. No. I mean, it's not. No, it's like a, it's definitely like an inner dialogue. Like if you say what you want to say right now, how is that going to make the situation better? Maybe you should use a different tone or choice of words, you know? So I have a lot of like inner dialogue going on and then I'm like, yeah. And then I, you know maybe change what I was going to say and still like scream at someone in my head and be like, you're effity. And then it usually works out exactly how it was supposed to. I think that's great. Great advice. Thanks. For real. All of it. Okay. So why don't you share? Beth has a little surprise. Yeah. For all of you. You know, gift giving is my love language. So we're going to do a little giveaway this next week. Yeah, let's do it. So... How, how is the giveaway going to work? I don't well, know. I think you should probably just pop it on Instagram. What do you think? Sounds good Go to me. Go find us on Insta. We'll put it on bus, at Bus Bench Babes and then at Beth Peterson Randall. It'll be on those two Insta handles. So if you aren't already on ours, just go find us. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to give away my new favorite obsession. And if, you, if you've been following my, if you're on my email list, you'll see like every quarter or every season I do like my top five list. So these two things will probably be on my top five list. Um, my new favorite lip gloss obsession is Christian Dior. Ooh. And the gal at Nordstrom's like suckered me into it. She's awesome gal. Every time I go in there, she and I like talk about travel and, you know, all the things. Um, and I wanted like a clear lip gloss. I didn't want color in it. And she's like, try this plumper. I'm like, I hate plumpers. And she goes, Beth, this isn't like 2005 plumper. <laughs> like that stuff made your lips feel like you got stung by yeah. bees. This stuff is not like that. It just gives your lips just like a little, like a little kiss Volume. thing. Yes. And so it's this new magical lip gloss that I'm obsessed with. And then one of my favorite yummy candles because, you know, candles are my jam. Oh, awesome. Okay, so head to our social. They'll be The links will be up when the show goes up. Or you can go to the website, girlgetyourfaceoffabusbench.com and click on show notes. We'll link it there too. You're giveaway. Perfect. Yeah. Whew, well, that was super fun. <laughs> we only cried 12 times. <laughs> happy, happy birthday. Oh, thank happy, you. Happy, happy birthday. I can't wait thank to celebrate you. more with you and thank you, thank all you. the things. So, all right, Bus Bench babes. Head to Best Social, wish her a happy birthday, give her some love, she deserves it, and she's like the number one birthday celebrator, so you need to like (laughs) repay this back to her. Um, And until next time, remember to keep your face off a bus bench, go celebrate Beth, and keep being the badass boss babe that you are. Okay, girls, are you feeling as inspired as we are? We're over here cheering you on because you just finished another episode of the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. If you want more, head over to girlgetyourfaceoffabusbench.com for show notes and more episodes. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. They mean the world to us and they're what keep us going. Girl, thanks for being here.